Cupcake, and welcome to the Vaguely Vaping-related podcast. Episode 2! We've done it, we've done it, we've done it. We've managed to get on to episode 2 of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. Uh, My name is Chandler and I will be your host for this second episode of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. Welcome back! Thank you very, very much to everybody who has subscribed to the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast on iTunes. Thank you very much, and I'm hoping that you've got your notification and that you now know that we've got episode two. Uh, Kind of a daft thing to say, really, because you're listening to this, so obviously you have. Uh, Thank you again um, for your subscription. If you haven't subscribed on iTunes, subscribe, and then you will be given a notification when any new episodes are uploaded. Talking of new episodes, in the uh, episode one, I did say that I was looking to make a monthly podcast with the odd extra podcast thrown in here and there. I've decided that I'm going to go, just go for it. I'm going to bring out a podcast on a fortnightly basis. Uh, Once every two weeks, I will be releasing a new podcast. It's probably going to be a little bit shorter than the uh, hour or so podcast that we had uh, last week. But hey, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If I can make uh, podcasts nice and quickly and bring them out, thanks to the car behind me, that will teach me to record on the move. So yeah, podcasts once a fortnight. (laughs) Thanks to the car for putting me off. Podcasts will be coming out once a fortnight and hopefully that just means that you're just going to get more podcasts and it's going to be a bit more regular for you. So hopefully that will be a good thing. The TPD has kicked in. Sorry guys, bearer of bad news. TPD is the word and it's going to be said, mentioned a lot in this podcast. It's a new era for us all as these EU regulations are kicking in. So we will boldly go through this new frontier together, but is it going to make any difference to us at all? That is is quite an interesting point. What difference is it going to make? Keep listening. I'm going to have a chat and tell you what I think about how the TPD is going to be affecting us. Vapor Expo, that's coming up next week, depending on when you download and listen to this podcast. If you download it quick enough, Vapor Expo is on the dates 26th, 27th, 28th. Let me just check. Get it right. Yeah, Friday the 26th, the Saturday the 27th and Sunday the 28th of May. It's at the NEC in Birmingham. So get yourself down there and uh, get to the expo definitely worth a visit if you've never been to an expo before i will be going uh, going on about the expo and giving you a bit of a what's up heads up um about what the vape expo is all about so without further ado why don't we get on with it vapor expo 
Vapor Expo is just around the corner. It's Friday the 26th of May, Saturday the 27th and Sunday the 28th. So you've got about a week to get your tickets if you want to get them. If you want to pre-order them, they are, if you go on the website, they are 12 quid a piece if you pre-order them. £15 on the door. I mean, 15 quid for a day's entry into a uh, into an event at the NEC is pretty good going in anyone's book from what I can see. So I'm going to the uh, Vape Expo. I will be there on the Saturday on the 27th of May. Just to, just to say, it's Vapor Expo. V-A-P-E-R. Expo. So if you're doing a good Google search, V-A-P-E-R, Expo. Um, not Vape Expo or Vapor with an O-U, like posh people, a Vapor Expo. No, it's Vapor Expo. So yeah, look for Vapor Expo. It's at the NEC in Birmingham, 26th to the 28th of May. So what I wanted to do, like I say, I'm going on the Saturday, so you will, you'll, you'll find me if you want me. I'm the one with a... Cloud Kicker Society mod with a gold goon on the top. I'm sure that will narrow it down a hell of a lot. Just to help, I've got a beard. Again, not narrowed it down at all. I might have a microphone and a pair of white headphones on. Yeah, again, that's not narrowed it down much for you anyway. Either way, I will be at the expo. So, I thought I would give you a little bit of a rundown as to if you've not been to the expo before, if you've not been to an event like this, what you uh, might need to do to prepare yourself, what you might expect, what vendors are going to be there, just to, to give you a bit of a heads up. So, before you go, make sure you have got spare batteries. This is the killer. You don't want to be at a, a vaping event and suddenly find that you've run out of batteries or you've run out of power. If you've got a, a mod with a LiPo in it, Make sure it's all charged up before you go. Certainly worth investing in one of those snazzy power banks. You can get those off uh, Amazon. Buy yourself a, a power bank and you've then got some way of charging your mod up if you start getting low on uh, on batteries. If you've got an 18650 mod, take spare 18650s with you. So if you, you know, when your batteries run out, you can just whip them out and put some more in. Some retailers at the Vapor Expo have wised up to this and do sell pre-charged batteries because obviously you buy an 18650 battery, the first thing you need to do is charge it up because it's effectively discharged when you buy it. So some retailers do sell pre-charged batteries so you can just buy the batteries and whack them straight in your mod. Don't rely on this though, I don't rely on being able to get these pre-charged batteries because um, they may well sell out of them and don't forget that prices will be probably premium for, for this service. You're effectively paying to have them charge the batteries up and ready for you to use straight away. Water, take some drinks, some water, take some uh, something with you. You're going to be vaping a hell of a lot more than usual. So vaping a bit more gives you a dry throat, makes you thirsty and will just basically rack up the profits for the cafe that's there unless you take bottles of water, tins of pot, what have you, with you. You can buy food and drink while you're at the expo, but I would expect to pay a little bit more than just down your local cost cutters. You know, it's it's going to be a bit of a premium. You do expect you know, tins of pop to be one fifty, two pound, whatever. I don't remember it being particularly expensive when I was there last year. To be fair, though, I didn't particularly 
buy anything, the biggest thing you've got to do is to remember to eat. There's that much to do. There's that much to see. You're wandering around. You're looking at all the stalls. That it's really, really easy to uh, to forget. Time will run away from you, and you'll you'll not eat. So have some Mars bars or some chocolate or something stashed in your bag, just in case you know you you need that little bit of boost of energy uh, as you're walking around. So there you go. Sensible shoes. Yes, I sound like my mother. Yeah, sensible shoes. And by sensible, I mean comfy. Yeah, you're going to be on your feet all day. You're walking around. You, you'd be surprised. And for those of you who've got Fitbits, if any, there's going to be a few of you that have got Fitbits. I would be interested to know how many steps, how far you've walked around the expo on a day. Because it, it, it's got to be a long way. You're going backwards and forwards and up and down and roundabout. You will be walking. So to be fair, I'm probably going to ignore this one. I don't get to wear my docks enough. Oh, I've got some fab Doc Martin. I love my Doc Martins, so I'll probably be wearing my docks. There you go. You might find I'll be the one with the docks on. Have a bag. Take a bag with you. Consider it, you know, a rucksack or a messenger bag because you you want to be able to put stuff in. You you want to be able to have the water in that you're going to take with you. Obviously, you won't need to take it back because you'll have drunk it at some point during the day. But having a bag to be able to put all your all your stuff in is often a lot easier than lugging around half a dozen carrier bags that you've uh, that you've got handouts in. Cash. Don't forget your cash. There are cash machines at the NEC. However. They are the ones that rob you £2.50 just to get hold of your cash. So if you're alright with that, if you don't mind paying £2.50 or whatever it is to get your uh, to get at your hard-earned money, that's fine. But personally, I'd stop off at, uh, at a free cash machine at a supermarket or somewhere on the way just to, you know, it's worth it, £2.50. You know, that could be a bottle of juice, that. Bottle of concentrate, you know. Think about it, think about it. Friends, friends, yeah, these are optional to have found. I mean, I've got friends that vape, but they're not really super into vaping, and they're really not bothered about going to a show. So I went on my own last uh, last year. Don't be afraid to go on your own. Everyone's really welcoming. You've got all the vendors to look at. There are advantages to going on your own. You don't actually have to do what someone else wants to do. If you want to go and, oh, actually, I want to go and look at that. Or something's happening over there. I'm going to go and have a look at that. You can you can go and do what you want to do. You can please yourself. But yeah, don't be afraid to go in on your own. You, you will find more than enough people to talk to. And people are more than happy to, to talk to you as well. And I'm not just talking about vendors. I'm talking about people that are, that are going. Uh, just going. Don't don't worry if you're on your own. Don't let that put you off going. If you if you're looking for something, so if you've got a if you are looking to buy something like a, a mod or an RTA, um, and you're thinking, oh, actually, I want I've got this particular RTA and I want a mod to fit it, or a, or the other way around, I've got a, I've got a mod and I want an RTA to fit. It. Take whatever it is you want to matchy matchy up. Take it with you. Because there's nothing more infuriating, infuriating, annoying. There's nothing more annoying than buying something going, oh yeah, this is going to look great with that RDA that I've got at home. And you get home to find that the RDA is 24mm and the mod you've just bought is only a 23mm. And it looks stupid on top. 
Can you tell I'm uh, talking from experience here? So so yeah, if you want if you want something to matchy matchy, take it with you, even if it's just in a pocket somewhere, so you know that you can, it's it's going to look right on it. It's always worth checking out the stalls, uh, the, the the vendors that you want to see first. So go on the website, go onto the Vapor Expo website. They've got a list of all the all the vendors. They've got them nicely listed into categories. So you've got uh, juice makers, you've got hardware. You know you can you can pick and go right. Okay, yeah, who do I want? If you're looking for, interestingly, I was looking for uh, companies that do juice concentra- concentrates, juice concentrates. Um, they're in the other category. So go in the other category and you'll see things like um, Chef's Flavours uh, are in there. That's who I want to see. I want to go see Chef's Flavours to see all the concentrates and flavours that they've got. So have a look on the website. Have a look at the vendors and think, right, yep, yeah, that's who I want to see. And then uh, if you buy your tickets early, you'll get a floor plan and you can just look and see where they're going to be. And you can kind of pl- plot a little bit of a route because there's nothing worse because you... D- you do it, it will happen. You'll go, you'll spend the entire day, you'll be halfway home going, Oh, bugger, I didn't go and see so and so. Ah, so nothing worse than doing that. So have a bit of a, a, a pre a pre expo look around the website, see who's going, and, uh, and 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 check it out that way. If you've never been before, the the one thing that really stands out, it doesn't matter what time you arrive, the doors open at 10 in the morning. So 10 o'clock in the morning. If you've got a VIP ticket, they let you in half an hour early. Um, so there will be people in there from half nine. It doesn't matter what time, how early you get there. You will walk in the door and there will be this fog just sitting in the room. It's, it's a big big room it's it's like an aircraft hangar it's massive and it doesn't matter what time you get there in the morning there will be this fog there and it, and it is a, a amazing to see that I, I i found that for the first time at least just just the fog anyway right giveaways they have giveaways how you think about these giveaways is, is just entirely up to you i i am kind of in two minds over the giveaways the 18 year old in me just loves it. It's like, oh, they're throwing free juice. I want free juice. And, and you know, I just want to be at the front. I want to be trying to catch as much as possible. I want free juice, free stuff. You suddenly, you know, go a little bit mental. But the 40, uh, 40 odd, 40 odd year old in me just goes, look, am I really going to fight with a, another 40 year, old, 40 year old bloke for this bottle of 30 mil juice that's just landed at our feet. Do you, Are we really going to scrabble on the floor on our hands and knees to try and get a free bottle of juice? Looking at it that way, it can sound a little bit on the sad side. However, to be fair, to be fair, it is completely awesome when a bottle of juice flies towards you and you just lift your hand and snatch it straight out of the air. That is just so cool. But there you go. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, these these free giveaways uh, of, do have a bit of a mixed response. Some people love them. Some people hate them. I can completely understand both sides because I kind of love them and hate them at the same time so i do know i've seen on the website that vapor expo are doing alternatives some some sort of quiz show type freebie game show type 
activities. I have no idea what these are going to be like. I don't remember seeing any of these last year. I, th I don't know whether this is new this year. I think it is. So it'll be interesting to see what these um, game show type uh, type events are going to be like. So so yeah, there's that. Lots of the vendors do giveaways as well. Some of them are, you know, just give us your details so we can add you to our mailing list and try and encourage you to uh, buy our juice. And, and then they just pick winners out of that. A few of them do do things like raffles. This These raffles can often be, yeah, well, yeah, great. Here's the raffle. Here's a ticket. But you need to come back at half past two when we do the draw. If you're entered into one of these raffles, don't forget to go back because it can be really easy, again, to lose track of time, not go back. And, and you'll find if you do go back and, and they do the draw, you will find that um, there will be two or three, they will, they will pull out two or three numbers and it will be people that haven't come back before they actually come to uh, find a winner of somebody who is there. So it's definitely worth going back because the number of tickets that they hand out I would say only half of them go back. So you're in quite a good chance of getting something uh, if you do go back. So vendors to look out for. There's 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 loads of vendors. Again, go on the Vapor Expo website. Much easier. Go on there. There will be vendors that you know. There are vendors that I know. There are, there are people that you're wanting to look for. And, and, and who I'm interested in is going to be completely different to who you're interested in going to see. But there's the, the Vapor Round tour bus. So Vaporound is a trade magazine, uh, if you've not come across this, and they've got a double-decker bus that is bedecked in um, vape adverts, uh, essentially. The main reason, because there was a ban on advertising uh, for vaping, so you couldn't advertise. However, there was a loophole which meant you could advertise on a bus. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know why that loophole was left, but Vaporound kind of went, right, fine. So they got a bus, plastered it with uh, adverts and their logos and what have you, and they do actually tour around the, the uh, country with this bus. And they will be there. This this bus will be parked up inside the Vapor Expo, and you can go there, have a look. They've got a tasting station on the on the bus. They've got the magazine that you, they give away free magazines. So go and have a look at the Vaporound tour bus. And interestingly, for this year, they've also got their own flavors so they've got um, their own juice line a vapor round juice line so I, I do want to go and, and see what their juice tastes like following on with the vehicle theme riot squad riot squad juice line i do like their juices i tried them at uh, vape expo last year it's going to be interesting to see what they do this year they have got a riot van Effectively, they've got a, a great big, uh, a great big van that's all painted black, plastered up in their in their colours. They are complete showboaters. You, they do they do have free giveaways every now and again. You'll get all the rioters, all the staff on the roof of the van, throwing freebies, and they do throw out merchandise as well. So it's like t-shirts, bandanas, things like that that they, they that they give away and and throw. So they're not just throwing out bottles of juice, though. I'm sure they're doing that as well. But yeah, it's their merchandise caps t-shirts bandanas that sort of thing certainly worth uh, going and seeing and seeing them they are definite showboaters last year they had a bit of a theme they had a cop theme going on i it would be nice I, i'm kind of hoping that they're doing something slightly different this year rather than just repeating exactly what they did last year i'm sure they are and and it will be really interesting to see what they're doing because going by what they did 
last year, uh, it could be, it's, it's certainly somewhere I'm going to go and have a look. There's Dinner Lady are going to be there. Dinner Lady are quite a high brand, uh, quite a well-known brand of e-liquid. They're always winning awards, or they seem to be at any rate. So Dinner Lady will be there. They've always got the, the ladies, the Dinner Ladies, who, strangely, I seem to remember Dinner Ladies being, you know, pretty much retirement age. Um, oddly, all the ladies, all the dinner ladies they have on the stall, strangely, aren't anywhere near retirement age. Oh, I'll leave that in in, uh, in your... Uh, I'll, I'll just leave that hanging for you there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, who else do I want to see? Uh, Mirage. I want to go see Mirage. They've got a fantastic mech mod made in Sheffield stainless steel mech mod. So I'm gonna. I want to. I want to see if they've got one of those that I can have a have a have a look at uh, and a feel. And no, I am talking about the mech mod, not the dinner ladies. Just, just, just want to clarify that. Uh, the, obviously, there's loads of of manufacturers going there. I think Smuck are going to be there as Modus uh, are there, so you can go and see uh, the the actual representatives of the companies that make the uh, make the mods and and see some of the uh, newer mods and things that are there. So yeah, there you go. Basically, go on the website, have a look. And uh, and see what you think. I am going to be taking my microphone with me. I have had uh, a chat, and I am going to be doing some interviews. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I've got some interviews lined up with a few people you may know. So a few YouTubers. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it under my hat until I've done it. Uh, just in case, there's a few vendors that I'm going to be going and seeing and having a chat with, and I might just end up just you know in the middle of the arena having a chat with whoever uh, we'll see it's going to be interesting what uh, what content i'm going to find what uh, what people we're going to what we're going to see what's going to be happening i'm really looking forward to going to the show and seeing what's going to be going on so if you're thinking about going to the show like i say just do it just go it, do, it doesn't matter if there's there's not like a group of you if you're just on your own just just go anyway it, it's you're not going to be bored, you're not going to be lonely, and it's great going and feeling part of a community. It's just, it just really is. Everyone's really friendly. Having said that, just do, the one thing I haven't mentioned uh, about uh, Vape Expo, just, just watch your mod. Don't put it down and leave it somewhere. Uh, we are all part of a community, but... If you put down a really expensive mod and leave it on display, you are risking temptation. Uh, you don't want to be tempting uh, people and, and watch your pockets and things like that. Just, just if you consider the worst, then hopefully you'll get the best out of it. So, yeah, I didn't want to end. I didn't want to end this on 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 the, on the downer. But uh, but yeah, don't forget that they're going to have things like they've got DJs. Uh, they've got DJs that they have on in the in the main uh, in the main arena in the middle as well as the giveaways. So they have giveaways. They have DJs. They've got trickers doing all the all the tricks. I think there's a cloud comp competition going on there as well. So certainly worth looking at. Don't don't f miss out on uh, on what's going on in the arena as well. Just by uh, by going and keeping your eye on the stalls. So go get your tickets. Like I say, turn up on the day. You don't have to pre-buy your tickets if you don't want, but you do save a couple of quid if you do. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you at the Vapor Expo.
by the time you hear this, uh, the TPD will have kicked in completely. Uh, the TPD kicks in on the 20th of May, and I'm sure it's going to be past that by the time you're listening to this. I'm recording this on the Thursday just before the TPD comes in. I'm not going to go into great detail about the TPD. Uh, the main effect of the TPD for us as consumers is that we're only going to be able to buy e-juice in 10 mil bottles. That's just e-juice that contains nicotine, and we're not going to buy, be able to buy anything stronger than 20 milligrams of nicotine. Uh, the other effect that's uh, going to be kicking in for us with the TPD is that we're only going to be able to buy 2 millimeter tanks as well. So, I'm not sure how this is going to be looking, so it's starting on Saturday, so it is going to be interesting to see what effect this TPD is going to have in vape shops and on the internet and what have you. There has been some really great deals on juice as shops are trying to get rid of their old stocks, the, the old stocks, because they won't be able to sell the 30 mil bottles. That's it. That's done. We can only get 10 mil bottles. So any 30 mil bottles that the shops have got in stock, are they're just unable to sell them. So I did ask one vape shop that I was in there what they will be doing with all their surplus 30 mil liquids. Um, I had a few answers because I asked in a couple of shops. One is that one, they're going to send it back. Uh, it goes back to, to the manufacturers. Another was, it's going to go down the drain. They're going to throw it away. What a waste, really? Uh, and one chap, I love this answer. He just he says, I really hope they're just going to hand it out free to the staff. Yes, awesome. I am sure there is going to be quite a few, quite a few of vape shop staff who are going to be getting free juice this weekend. Uh, but, well, that's it. So they have been, uh, quite a few shops have been discounting their, their 30 mil juice. I've, I've been surprised that a few shops actually aren't. They're still charging the, um, the, the top whack for their 30 mils. They're just not restocking them. So I, I am surprised that they haven't been blitzing them and going, hey, I'll two pound for a 30 mil, uh, mil bottle. But there you go. I'm sure people have been panic buying. I certainly have. I've got bottles of 72 milligram nick, uh, 72 milligram nicotine in the freezer just to keep me going. I've probably got enough in there to keep me going a year or so, maybe maybe 18 months. We'll see how I, how I go. But yeah, I, I wanted to get a, a good stock of nicotine because I, I won't be able to buy that any 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 longer. So that's what I did. I've also spent more on juice because some of it is just so damn cheap at the moment. So basically I have been spending my Vape Expo budget, the budget I've put aside to spend at Vape Expo at the end of the week, uh, end of the month, I have been spending on all sorts of shit just because I'm panicking to uh, before the TPD kicks in. Vape Expo is going to be the very first tester I think of the TPD because it's at the end of the month it's after the 20th so the TPD is in full effect so everything at the vape expo should be TPD compliant so that will be 10 mil bottles there'll be no 30 mil 60 mil 120 mil none of that will be available at the vape expo or should be available at the vape expo all of the tanks should be TPD compliant as well, so that's two mil or less. 
I don't know whether some of the vendors will be showing their other ta- other tanks, uh, other things. I think that would be a bit cruel if they are. I mean, hey, look. Look what you could buy, this wonderful 15mm tank. Yeah, I can't see that uh, happening. So it'll be interesting to see the, the effect that it's had at the Vape Expo. Now, I did say that I would review the OBS Engine Nano. It seems to me to be a little bit pointless as you won't be able to legally buy one. So just a quick overview. It's uh, in a nutshell. It's a top fill, top airflow, single coil tank but it's 5.3 mil, so that's what negates it from being able to be sold under TPD regulations. It's got loads of pros. I'm sure you're aware, if you listened to the last podcast, I said I love this tank. It is great. It's got a big 5 mil capacity, so you don't have to be continually topping it up. It's got a lovely big build deck, because it's only a single coil thing. You can really get some nice large coils in there and and really experiment with the with your builds and what have you. Because it's got the top airflow, it means there's no holes at the bottom. If if your liquid's going through, it's not going to leak through. I haven't noticed very well. I haven't had any leaking whatsoever from it, and I think that's because the top airflow, the, uh, the airflow's at the top. It means there's no airflow holes for your juice to drop down and seep out of. So. Uh, I think that's a really good pro. It's a very airy tank. The, it's got three whacking great big airflow holes at the top. You can really get some real airflow going through there. So you can make it real, really, really airy. But you've got the airflow control on as well. So I usually rock it about half halfway open. And I think that's that works really well for me. I think the black one, it comes in black and stainless steel. The black one looks absolutely amazing because it's got the engraving in and the engraving stainless, which makes it really stand out. It looks beautiful. Have a look uh, on my Instagram. Look for Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast on Instagram and you will see I've got some pictures uh, on there that have got the OBS Engine Nano. The flavour from it, because it's a single coil, the flavour is awesome. I love this tank. If I have to find some negatives, some cons, uh, I don't think there's very many. It's big. It's a 25mm tank, so it's a wide boy. That may be a pro or a con, depending how you look at it. For example, if I stick it on my CKS Icon, it does overhang a little bit, which is mildly annoying. Um, However, I don't really see that as a major issue. There you go, so that's a possible con. OBS have got a interesting top fill system. You pop the top up and there's a hole at the top and you fill it in there. So it's just slide it up, fill it, slide it back down again. If you're a bit clumsy with your filling up, you get a bit of juice around the edge. When you push it back down again, it's going to squeeze out and leave a bit of a rim round. This may be a con to you. To me, I don't think I've got a tank that doesn't leave a little bit of juice around the edge when you close it up, when you've when you've refilled it. So I don't think that's an issue, but there you go. I think the biggest con is that you can't buy it after the 20th of May, which is mildly annoying. They, uh, they do a series, OBS and Engine. There is a series of tanks. There's the OBS Engine, that's a dual coil tank, but I've got the Nano, which is the single coil. This takes us back to the TPD. 
I like this tank so much that I thought, well, what happens if I leave it on the train, I lose it, I break it, heaven forbid, I'm not going to be able to replace it. What the hell am I going to do? So I thought, right, I've got to buy a spare one. I've got to have a second one. So if this one knackers up, I lose it, I break it, I've got to have a spare. I start looking around what's happened. I left it late. I can't find anywhere that sells the bloody thing. I did find one, but it was like 15 quid more than I paid for my initial one. I thought I ain't paying that because I'm tight. I'm from Yorkshire. So so I had a look around. Uh, I couldn't find anything. However, I did come across a Watofo Troll RTA. This is a 5mm dual coil RTA and it's only 24mm wide so it's slightly thinner than the OBS engine. I got it from eSig1. Again, like I say, not sponsored by eSig1. It just happens to be I've, obviously, I look at the site where I bought stuff from before. I was looking for to buy the Engine Nano again. They'd sold out. What can I do? So I found this with Tofo Troll. They'd only got the gold version left. Gold wouldn't have been my first choice, but it was buy gold or don't buy oat. So I would have gone for either a black one or a stainless one. Probably gone for the stainless, but hadn't got it. They'd got gold. All right then, give it a go. So I, I bought... Don't usually go for dual coil, I much prefer single coil tanks. But I got it, I built it, I must admit the first time I built it, it pissed juice everywhere. So, handy hint, if you get a Troll RTA, I'm fairly sure what I did wrong was, if you leave the juice hole open, when you refill it, there's no vacuum or anything there, and it just pissed juice everywhere. We had a right mess, but there you go. I, I Since building it afterwards, closing the airflow, I haven't had any leaks whatsoever. Uh, and I, f I find it absolutely amazing. A couple of things with it, just to give it a bit of a bit of a review. There you go, I'll try and say that very quickly. Just to give it a bit of a review. Oh, I can't do it! Just to give it a bit of a review. Quick tip. Use the screwdriver that comes with it. It's got screwdriver heads on the screws, and I would much, uh, I would have much preferred to have had Allen keys, uh, the the hex uh, hex bolts. It is what it is. Screwdriver. I nearly stripped the threads on it because they 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 feel a bit soft. If you if you don't use a nice pointy screwdriver like the one that comes with it. Uh, I can see it being really, really easy to strip the threads on that. Close the airflow when you when you refill it. And the biggest con I found with it is that it gets through the juice like no tells. Dual coil, so I've got dual coils on it. Um, dual captain, dual captain, captains, dual claptons. It's coming in at about two point uh, two five. It, it's great. It, absolutely, the flavour is. Uh, immense. I'm rocking it about 47, 48 watts, something like that. Just short of the 50. I found the 50 just a touch hot. So just under 50 watts, but it really chugs through the juice. First day I got it, I did three refills. By the time I'd, you know, go, get into bed, I, it was ready for a fourth. So that's 20 mils. 20 mils in a day. Now, considering you're now going to only be able to buy f 10 mil bottles. That's two in one day. And some of these 10 mil bottles I know uh, are going about four or five quid. So, you, you you know, two of those, 
two bottles of that. That's a tenner's worth of juice. Gone in a day. That's a packet of fags. The whole reason for this is it's supposed to be cheaper. Going back to the point to the TPD then. My point of this is the tank is absolutely fantastic. Five mil tank, love it. It really does get through the juice. But if we were going to make, if we're tofu, we're going to make a TPD compliant version of the troll, it would have to be a two mil tank. A two mil tank, getting through the juice that quick is effectively pointless, in my opinion. You, you, you might as well have an RDA and just, you know, drip the juice on top of it when you're ready for it. Because a two mil tank, you'll just be refilling it every 10 minutes. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with the products, because I don't think a 2mm dual coil is, is going to be particularly effective. So bringing it back to the TBD again, I keep saying that, I'm sure that they are going to be vendors that are going to continue to sell their bigger than 2mm tanks. Um, there might be a few that are selling off, selling their 30mm juices when they shouldn't be. Yeah, that's up to them. I'm not sure exactly i haven't checked what the punishment uh what the retrib retribution would be for failing to comply with the tpd however vendors are going to have surplus stocks that they're going to be you know really wanting to get rid of so a few are going to be tempted to to try and get rid of them and recoup some of their losses back and also one thing that, that crossed my mind is I have no idea how the TPD affects second-hand sales. Because you get people, you know, have a tank. Yeah, I've had it, done it, moved on, and end up with tanks that they've used. Perfectly serviceable, nothing wrong with them. And I know they get sold as second-hand tanks on eBay. I, I have no idea how the TPD regs affect those. I would assume they would still apply and you can't sell them on, but I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with people that try and sell their old, old ESIG gear on eBay. I don't know whether that's going to be an issue or not. We'll have to see. I have heard through the grapevine that some manufacturers are making 2 mil tanks. So completely TPD compliant, but... If you buy an accessory, you can perhaps maybe make it a little bit bigger and, and make the tank larger. You're buying an accessory and then making a bigger tank. The regulations are if you sell a tank, it has to be two millimeters at the point of sale. So, so long as it leaves the shop as a two mil tank, what happens to it afterwards is entirely up to you. So, if you buy an accessory kit, as far as I'm aware, it's not legal for the shop owner to convert it for you. You have to do it yourself when you've left the shop. But it's perfectly legal to sell the accessory because it's an accessory. It's not a tank. It's perfectly legal to sell the two mil tank, but you can't sell the two together. And, and by together, I mean connected together. You can buy the two together, but you have to put them together yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Anyway, there you go. So it's going to be interesting. I've got a feeling that there are going to be quite a few tanks coming out that are 2mm, but you can buy this little extra extension that you can add to it afterwards. I'm going to use my powers of precognition to try and predict what I think is going to happen. I think 
I don't think it's going to take a genius to work out that for juices that it's going to be the zero nicotine. The zero milligram nicotine juices are are just going to take off because you can buy zero milligram juice in in any size you want. You can buy a litre of it if if you want to. You don't have to have it in a 10 mil bottle because there's no nicotine in it. Zero nicotine juices... I think it's going to be the 50 mils that they're going to offer with room in there for you to add a 10 mil nick shot. Because if you buy 50 mil of zero nicotine juice, you buy 10 mil of 18 milligram flavorless nicotine. You pour that in there into your 50 mil, give it a shake. That gives you 60 milligram at 60 milliliters of three milligram strength nicotine. That is the way I think that, that are going. And I know some companies are selling these nick shots and zero nicotine for round about seven, eight, eight, nine quid, certainly less than a tenner, including your nick shot for 60 milliliters. So that's that's quite a good uh, a good price point, seeing as pre uh, previously you were often getting especially your premium e-juices. 30 mil for £10 plus, 12.99, 15 quid for 30 mil. So I think these nick shots with zero milliliter. So these nick shots with zero nicotine juice is just going to take off as far as I can see. DIY juices, I can see that getting more. DIY juice, making your own juice, was, was kind of taking off in popularity anyway. So we were getting more and more concentrates and flavours and things like that coming in. I can't see that changing much. The only difference is going to be how you uh, actually add your nicotine. So instead of it going, instead of you having to buy a bottle of 72 milligram and then just adding the volume that you need, it's going to be these uh, nicotine shots. They don't cost too much. Uh, You can get... A pack of 18, 18 nick shots, so 18 10 mil bottles of 18 milligram nicotine. You can buy them from Darkstar, and they're around about the 15 quid mark for uh, for 18. So you're going to be paying less than a pound for for your nick shots. And I'm sure the vape shops, I've, all the vape shops I've seen that have already got these nicotine shots are, are charging a pound for the nick shot bottles. So... It's not going to be particularly expensive, maybe a touch more than uh, when we had the the massive 72 milligram bottles. But I don't think it's really going to make a huge amount of difference juice wise for us. Uh, I know a few, quite a few of the vendors like I've seen the new TPD compliant dinner lady bottles where you get three bottles of 10 mil in a box. Is it just me, or do their boxes now look like a packet of fags? They've got this huge warning across the bottom. This product contains nicotine. Da-da-da-da-da. And because it's on a box now with the three bottles in, it really looks like a packet of fags. And a 30ml bottle of juice is the furthest thing away from looking like a packet of fags. It's, It's a bottle with a dripper on the top completely looks nothing like but now you've got three 10 mil bottles in a square cardboard box with a huge nicotine warning label on the side it's now looking like cigarettes which i think is a real kind of backwards step and and making it 
and, and creating a link to smoking, which vaping now isn't. So I'll, I'll leave that just to hover in your head and see what you think. But yeah, is 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 it looking like a packet of cigarettes a good or a bad thing? Hardware. So this is going to be interesting. Hardware is going to be slightly different because you've got the mods and the batteries. Business as usual. There's no restrictions there. You can buy your batteries. You can buy your mods. They're just electrical devices. So what have they got to do with nicotine? Yay! So yeah, I can I can't see much changes happening with the mods and the batteries. They're just going to be like I say, business as usual. So just choose your mod, buy your mod, use it. However, I can see a real issue with tank envy. I can really see this being an issue because obviously we're going to still have access to all the Instagram because Instagram is say I, I I keep going on Instagram but mainly because Instagram's the uh, the primary social media that I I, I use vaping wise anyway. Instagram's global, so you see posts from people in America, Australia, Austria. Africa, wherever, whoever makes a post, it's available for everyone to see. So, Tank Envy, we will still be able to see all of the lovely 3.5mm, 5mm tanks that are available everywhere else in the world, but we won't be able to buy them. And I'm sorry, that's going to be slightly annoying, because I, I, I'm going to see something and go, oh, that looks great. I'm going to see a review from an American reviewer. They're going to rave about it. And I'm going to go, I want one of them. And I'm not going to be able to get it. So is there going to be a black market? That's an interesting way to think. Are we going to get tanks smuggled into the country? I don't want to be giving people ideas. You know, yes, people out there, you listeners of the Vaguely Vaping Related podcast, do not break the law. Do not try and smuggle anything in. However, I'm sure it might happen. But, yeah, we will see. Because there's nothing stopping us using, obviously, the tanks that we've already got, the equipment we've got that's currently legal. That's fine. No one's saying you can't use a 5mm tank if you've got one. You just can't buy a new one. As I said before as well, I expect to see 2mm, 2PD, TPD compliant tanks that are going to be able to be modified to to make to make them bigger because the like i said technically the accessories are not covered by the tpd so they're perfectly fine you can buy spare parts i'm sure and accessories completely not regulated by the tpd so you can go into a shop buy all these spares as soon as it leaves the shop if you then assemble yourself to a, a, a 20 mil tank there you go I do expect that most of these tanks, these 2mm tanks that you can modify and change and tweak, are going to be bloody useless as 2mm tanks. Because that's not what they're going to be designed for. They're, they're literally designed, oh, it's a 2mm tank so that it is TPD compliant. Whoa. And then the the actual design is based on the larger tank. So some of these tanks are going to be 2mm, they're going to be shite. Unless you buy the accessories and make them into the bigger tank. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see and see what's coming on here. Mouth to lung tanks, because obviously I'm talking about the, the your bigger dual dual coil tanks. Uh, you know, your clouds bro clouds tanks. Talking about those mouth to lung tanks. What about those mouth to lung vapors? With mouth to lung tanks, I've got a Merlin Mini and I use a Merlin Mini. 
as a mouth-to-lung tank. It's really versatile, the Merlin Mini, because you can use it as a direct lung inhale if you want to, but I really think it's amazing as a rebuildable mouth-to-lung tank. I've got it on the smallest airflow restrictor in there, and it's, it's just great, but it's a 2ml tank, so I'm assuming that that would be a TPD-compliant tank. It's 2ml, doesn't leak. So, yeah, I can't see why not. So that will be absolutely fine. I can't see it being so much of an issue for mouth to lung tanks because, I mean, 2 mil will last me for ages before I need to refill it. So 2 mil is good. When I've used the Merlin with the dual coils and the max airflow, it really does get through that juice very quickly. Um, but as a mouth to lung tank, it's it's it makes a lot of sense. So... Two mil tanks. I do think that the TPD has been kind of thought up with mouth to lung in mind. There's been very little thought to the cloud chasing the direct lung inhales, presumably because that's completely different to normal smoking. You don't smoke like that at all. The two mil kind of makes sense for mouth to lung, for the direct lung inhale. Two mil? Nah. Nah, not even slightly. So this brings us to what I think the hobbyists uh, of us, what, what is going to be kicking off. The one thing I've not mentioned is RDAs. So the rebuildable dripping atomizers. They've been, you know, constant in there and the TPD can't really touch them because they've got no tanks. There's no tank in there at all. You literally just, uh, just drip in there. So... I know mech mods have been making a bit of a resurgence recently, and I'm wondering whether that's partly due to the fact that you know a, t- a tank is not going to be available. And I've said you might as well have a uh, you might as well have an RDA as have a two mil tank because of the amount of times you're just going to be refilling the bloody thing. So I can only see mech mods and RDAs really, uh, really taking off following the TPD, it'll be interesting to see, but I, I do think that the RDAs are going to be the way to go. So, just to just to sum everything up, TPD, ah, we're in it, it's happening, so juices are going to be, I think the large volumes of the zero, nic- uh, zero nicotine with the Nick shots are going to be the way to go. We're going to see more concentrates and things. I know V-Juice have just brought out a range of their most common flavours as concentrates. Um, So they're going that route as well. So that's the V-Juice. They are. Let you have a look. They're going to be at uh, Vape Expo V-Juice. So if you want to go and see what they've got, if you're going to uh, Vape Expo, go and have a look. Tanks, I think single coil, two mils might be popular for for the direct lung inhale so i think there'll be a few more single coil uh rebuildables coming out mouth to lung tanks great at two mil so we'll see that and i think we're going to see these two mil tanks that will have in quotes accessories uh, that you can use to you know extension tubes and what have you to make them into bigger tanks but uh, we'll see what happens and rdas and make mods so there you go, especially now with the 2700 batteries. I'm sure we're going to see a fair few of those. It's going to be fun seeing what's going to happen. I think it's it's going to be a learning curve and it's going to be completely interesting to see what the manufacturers are going to do. Are we, the UK, and I know there's a few other 
European countries that have got this two mil uh, tank rule. So are we as a as a market are we big enough of a market for the manufacturers to invest in the research and development to make products that comply to the TPD? So I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think Vape Expo is going to be a good marker as the TPD regs uh, are going to have to be enforced at this uh, at this event. So it, it is still early days. We're just going to have to see what happens. Either way, I am now completely and totally paranoid about losing or breaking any of my uh, tanks that I've got. Um, I can't say I've got many. I've only got two or three that... Uh, that well, I've got two that I would be absolutely gutted if I lose or break because I just know I can't replace them, that troll and the OBS nano. So come on then, guys. Look after your tanks. Be careful. Don't drop them. Don't break them. And whatever you do, don't leave them on bus because you're just not going to be able to get new ones. These tanks are going to have to last you a long time because you just can't get new ones. So... There we are. And that brings us to the end of episode two. Thank you very, very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget Vapor Expo, 26th, 27th, 28th of May. Come down there. I'll be there. Uh, see if we can find uh, if you can find me and say hello. That would be awesome. Next podcast, episode three. I'd like to be able to tell you what I'm going to have in it, but I don't really know. Mainly because I'm going to the expo and I'm going to be doing some interviews. I'm going to be recording some stuff while I am at the expo and I will be using that for episode three. It's it's going to be interesting. I, I'm really not sure what we're going to have, but it's going to be a vapor expo kind of review what's on and some interviews and chat with folk who are there. So good. Come and join us for episode three. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow me on SoundCloud. Don't forget the Instagram. The email address is thevvrp at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-V-V-R-P at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts about what you think about the podcast. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one.